Welcome to the Lost Tapes of History podcast. You're about to eavesdrop on the first few minutes of a private conversation between one of England's monarchs and, frankly, someone just trying to do their job. The date is 21st of May 1471. King Henry VI has just died and he's arrived at the pearly gates to be met by St Peter. Or perhaps it's an angel. It's hard to tell with all this smoke. Perhaps St Peter is a heavy smoker. What? It is possible. I can't see anything through these clouds. They aren't clouds, it's smoke. Oh, hello. Uh, smoke? Mm, we've got over 200 popes up here now. 200? They're fighting over who will become head of the Catholic Church up here. Oh, right. Quite a long process, as I'm sure you can imagine. You don't look like St Peter. That's because I'm not. I'm an angel. Oh, right. I always thought St Peter met people at the pearly gates. He does. To be fair, he's in charge of the keys to the gate, but it's the same thing. Oh. Right. He's more a caretaker or security guard. And that's only because he was the first pope to get up here. Where is he? He's not in today. I'm his deputy. And you're an angel. That's right. Angel Gabriel. I hope you don't mind me saying, but Gabriel is a male name, isn't it? Yes. All angels have male names. Right. Even though you are, clearly, a female angel. Angels don't have male or female in the way humans understand. We don't experience gender. You don't? I guess you could say we invented gender neutrality. Gender what? Never mind. Anyway, how are you then? Not great. Oh, I'm sorry. That's an insensitive question. I apologise. What happens now? Before I let you in, we just need to go through a few things to make sure you belong here. <laughs> Bear with me. I'm new to this. <sighs> St Peter's never taken a day off before, so I've never had to worry. I'm definitely dead, then. Oh yes, I'm afraid so. Did you not feel your passing? I don't remember a thing. I just remember feeling a sharp stabbing pain and then nothing. Is it important? Were you anywhere near Caversham in Berkshire at the time? Uh, no. Why? Hmm, there's a church there claiming to have a dagger that was used to kill you. Oh. Are you saying I was stabbed by a member of the church? No. No. For legal reasons, absolutely not. Let's start at the beginning, shall we? All right. Your childhood. What can you tell me about that? Were you a good little boy? I became king at nine months old. My entire childhood was shaped by my responsibilities to my kingdom. Does that mean you were a little bit spoilt? Always got the big throne at the dinner table? Well, I suppose. And it says here you are, sorry, were, an only child. That's right. I think it would be very unusual to have a child king with no brothers and sisters around and be completely unspoiled. Is being spoiled a sin, then? Well, no, not really. It just shapes your character from a young age. Oh, I see. Might give us some clues as to how you coped later in life. Or not. How you treated people, that kind of thing. Oh. Right. 
So, anything else happened in your childhood that I should know about? Uh, I became King of France when I was ten. Blimey. I'm the only monarch to have been King of both England and France at the same time. And how did that work out for you? Uh, well, I lost quite a lot of French land by the end. Yes, I have some notes about that. Particularly when you lost Bordeaux in 1453. Can you tell me what happened? I don't really remember, I'm afraid. It's all a bit of a blur. Hmm. Did you know you spent 18 months in a catatonic state? A what? Catatonic state. You were completely unresponsive to everything. You lost your memory, the ability to move your arms and legs. Did I? Hmm. I've been to church conferences like that. Feels like it's going on forever. Really? Yes. You didn't even respond to the birth of your son, Edward. I don't understand. What was happening to me? Well, it could be a few things, but as you also experienced hallucinations, it's most likely that you were suffering from a condition called catatonic schizophrenia. Why? It's usually brought on by stress. I was very stressed. That is certainly true. It left you unable to focus, though. Focus? Yes. It seems as though you were happy to sign anything that was put in front of you without thinking about the consequences. Did I? In fact, you granted almost every petition that was put to you. I don't remember that. Like in February 1438, when you granted the same estate to two different individuals on consecutive days? Oh. Well. That would explain a lot. Would it? Does it explain your reaction to the Battle of St Albans in 1461? I do not remember that. You were found singing and laughing under a tree, with your people dying all around you. Oh dear. I really dislike violence, you know. I know, Henry, I know. Well, 1461 wasn't a great year in the end, was it? No. I was defeated at the Battle of Towton by this upstart, who then decided to be King Edward IV. What happened? I escaped to Scotland and hid there for a while. And Northumberland. And Yorkshire. And then? Then I was captured. In 1465. Stuck in the Tower of London. Wrote a poem. Really? Yes. Do you want to hear it? Not really, no. But well done. Glad you kept your spirits up. Five years I was in that tower. And then what happened? I was made king again. For six months. Good grief. I know. I didn't know what was going on. One minute this, the next minute that. I quite forgot who I was. And then? And then I was put in the tower again. No poetry this time. Which brings us to now. Well, that's all I can tell you. And that's it, is it? That sums up your entire life experience to date, does it? Yes. I mean, the war with France ended in 1453. That's an achievement. Ah, yes. The famous Hundred Years' War, which actually lasted for 116 years. Quite a world record, for bad maths. If you say so. You can't actually lay claim to that one. And besides, you perpetuated a civil war, which is far worse. Did I? Yes. It's going to be known as the Wars of the Roses. The White Rose of the House of York and the Red Rose of the House of Lancaster. That works. On the plus side, you're the only king of medieval England that didn't lead an army into war against a foreign enemy. Oh, well, that's something, I suppose. Which is lucky, because I suspect the only thing you would wield in anger is a prayer book. And they don't do much damage. I would never use a prayer book in that way. 
sacrilege. Yes, you're a bit of a fuddy-duddy prude, aren't you? A what? What would you do if I showed you a naked woman right now? I would avert my eyes or leave the room. Cloud, you're not going to show me one, are you? Hmm. It's not a wonder your wife didn't give birth until eight years after you married. I keep my body and mind as pure as possible. No sex outside marriage. No sex inside marriage, from the sounds of it. No games, no obscenity, no indecent plays. No fun, then. Would you like to know what happens now? On Earth, I mean. Apart from the raucous partying and orgies, obviously. Oh, can you do that? I'm probably not supposed to tell you, but yes. I can see what happens after you die. Would you like to know? Only if it's good news. Otherwise, I can't handle it. Well, you left an incredible legacy of educational institutions. Eton College, King's College Cambridge and All Souls College Oxford. Goodness. All of which will be known for their academic excellence in hundreds of years to come. Hmm. Hmm. I can't lay claim to a lot of that. It was the Duke of Suffolk that was behind it. Oh. But I did give a large donation of books from the Royal Library to All Souls. And a new library to Salisbury Cathedral. Every year, on the anniversary of your death, the provosts of Eton and Kings will lay white lilies and roses at the spot at the Tower of London where you were held. Well, that's nice, isn't it? Yes. And a playwright called Shakespeare, who is very popular, is going to write a trilogy of plays about your life. Although how he found enough content for three books is a miracle. <laughs> that's most flattering, I must say. He must like me very much. Yes. Well, Margaret comes over very well in it, I must say. Strong lady, your wife, isn't she? <laughs> Actually, while you're here, you might be able to clear up some of these miracles for us. Miracles? Yeah. On Earth, they noted down all the miracles attributed to you. There were 368 in total. As a result, you were regarded as a bit of a martyr. Was I? They created a statue of you at York Minster and everything. How wonderful. I've got a list of queries here. Can you tell me if they're true? Certainly. Okay. Um, did you raise the plague victim Alice Newnett from the dead just as she was being stitched into her shroud? No. I do not even know who she is. Did you intervene in the hanging of a prisoner who was condemned to death for stealing sheep? Um... Apparently you put your hand between the rope and the man's windpipe. He was revived later, so you effectively saved his life. No. It's not my doing. Did you accept the bending of a silver coin as an offering to you to perform a miracle? No. Hmm. Apparently this blind woman, Catherine Bailey, knelt at mass, bent a coin and prayed to you, and then she was cured. Really? Well, that was nothing to do with me. It says here that your shrine is very popular as a pilgrimage destination. In fact, for a couple of hundred years, your hat is kept by your tomb so that pilgrims can put it on to cure their migraines. Oh. Does it work? I don't know. They also made badges for pilgrims who visited your shrine. I mean, there are hymns dedicated to you. How extraordinary. In fact, you were put forward to be canonised as a saint. Oh, like I tried to do for King Alfred. Saint Henry. That sounds good. I'm afraid it didn't happen. Another King Henry breaks with Rome and so the process stops. Oh, for... for... Sorry. I've got some good news for you, Henry. It turns out the best thing about your life was your death. You're in. Great. Oh, and Joan of Arc's already here. She wants a word. Bugger.
Next time, it's Edward IV and the tailor. Looking good. The Lost Tapes of History podcast is a Synth 79 production. If you've enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to get more episodes. To fact-check what you've heard on this monarch, visit our website, losttapesofhistory.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at Synth79P and use the hashtag Lost Tapes of History.